0: Good evening, (coughs) and uh, thank you for taking time to watch this, whether it's this evening or if you're watching it later, as I know many of do. I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch these videos, and I always pray that they are a blessing to you. And tonight, as we finish up the book of Judges, I just want to recap kind of what has happened to get us to where we're at. It started out with a man's concubine who left home and went back to her father's. Her husband went, got her, and on the way back they stopped in a city that was supposed to protect and welcome them. That safe place turned into a place of wickedness, death, and destruction. The husband sends out the body parts to all of Israel. The nation responds, and all of Israel goes to the Benjamites and said, Your family has done something wrong. Let us have them so that they can be punished, held accountable, and this is where it ends. The Benjamites said, No. Families and our friends are more important than what's right. And so, we had an all-out war. And where we fended last night was the 25,000 people who came to help the city that caused this grief all died. And 600 men ran to the mountains to hide. Well, something happens even though God gave the children of Israel victory over their brethren, I want to read to you what happens. And I want to talk to you tonight about how carelessness causes us great regret. Carelessness causes us great regret. Look what it says here in verses 1 and 2 of chapter 21. Now the men of Israel had sworn an oath to Mizpah, saying, None of us shall give his daughter to Benjamin as a wife. Then the people came to the house of God and remained there before God till evening. They lifted up their voices and wept bitterly and said, O Lord God of Israel, why has this come to pass in Israel, that today there should be one of the tribes missing in Israel? So what happens is, after they have killed all of the people, the soldiers, the civilians, they start to look around and say well this tribe's going to die out this tribe doesn't have the ability now to reproduce there's only 600 men left and they all swore that in Israel none of their daughters would marry a Benjamite. you see friends in that moment their quick oath which god never told them to make came back to cost them greatly and friends In this moment, the children of God could have said our oath wasn't important. It wasn't something that God had forced upon us. We're not going to stick to that. But they honored their word. You see, that's so important, friends. Even when our word is given in a careless manner, even when we say something that we shouldn't, we have two options. We can apologize, find forgiveness, or we can dig our heels in and reap the consequences of our actions. You see, one, they should have never made an oath. Two, they should have never put themselves in this situation. But here they are. And so I want to read you the very last verse in this chapter because I don't want you to think that this is something God approved of. It just shows how wicked our minds get when we get into a tough situation. In verse 25, the last chapter, verse of this chapter says, in those days, there was no king in Israel. Everyone did what was right in his own eyes. So the children of Israel's answer is this. They go around and find out which town didn't send any soldiers to battle. And they find that there was one city that did not send any soldiers to battle. And so what they did, that city that did not send any soldiers, they went in and they murdered all the men and all the women who had known a man or who had become an adult. Murdered all of them. And the answer to this was, listen to this, the, the, the sickness of this, the wickedness of this, the The showing how wicked we can be when we get ourselves in trouble. Look at it says in verse 20. Therefore they instructed the children of Benjamin, saying, Go, lie in wait in the vineyards, and watch. And just when the daughter of Shiloh's come out to perform their dances, then come out from the vineyard, and every man catch a wife for himself from the daughters of Shiloh. Their suggestion is, we're not going to let you marry our daughters who could willingly do that. We want you to snatch a bunch of teenage girls and take them home and marry them. You see, friends, the Bible is honest. It's honest to show us how wicked we are. It shows how honest here the nation of Israel was in their sickness and depravity toward God. And friends, today, I want to challenge you tonight. When your tongue gets you in trouble, like it did these people, what's your answer going to be? Now, I don't think it will probably ever be that you go and snatch a child from their home. But friends, we can do just as much damage to the people that we love The people that we care about, the people we work with, to the people we go to church with. When all the children of Israel had to do, they wept before God, but they didn't get an answer. They worshipped God, but didn't get an answer. And so, friends, tonight, always remember this: that God is willing to forgive. The Bible tells us when we've wronged someone, like has gone on in this text. Where to go? Ask forgiveness. Make it right. Because if we look for solutions that are contrary to God's word, it just makes our messes worse. It just makes our heartbreak greater. It just divides more. It just tears apart greater. And friends, as we end this chapter of this fantastic book, it ends in a low and broken point for the nation of Israel. They are just a mess. But friends, I want you to know something. Even in the wickedness of their sin, God never abandoned them. And tonight, I don't know your background. I don't know your story. But I can promise you this. No matter how broken you think you are, the only thing keeping you from having a relationship with God is you. The only thing keeping you from finding forgiveness and hope and love and mercy and acceptance is you. Because God promised to answer when we pray for forgiveness. He promised to draw near to those who draw near to Him. So don't let your pride Don't let your tongue, don't let your actions continue to spiral out of control when all God wants from you is to know that you're loved and he wants you to come back to him. You see, do you know the reason they didn't want their daughters to marry the Benjamites? Because they were angry at him for what they had done. You see, their righteous anger had turned into sin. And friends tonight, be very careful when your heart gets hard, when anger is what's controlling you, because friends, it doesn't stop until it destroys everyone involved. And so as always, please know that I'm praying for you. I look forward to tomorrow night starting the book of Ruth with you. It's a wonderful book. A wonderful message, and I believe that after a hard book like Judges, where we talked about some hard stuff, it'll be a blessing just to kind of take a refreshing look at this wonderful book titled After This Wonderful Woman. And so as always, I'm praying for you, and may God richly bless you and your family.